0: This is Aston, your host, and this is Mom's Life. So I just wanna to welcome to everybody who is listening. And today we're just gonna jump right into the subject, which is for today, having a newborn in your thirties, your mid thirties, mid or late thirties. So I'm in my mid or late thirties and I have a two month old, and I also have three other boys. So together I have four boys. And I just had my fourth boy and it has been a roller coaster for me but it hasn't been easy which any pregnant isn't easy even though they make it seem so glamorous you know being pregnant and having the baby everything seems so easy except for when it's that time to deliver but honestly it really isn't like that at all. Uh, we all have an idea of how we want things to work. But coming to realize with my fourth child, nothing that you plan will work. So you just have to make a plan and just hope that everything works out fine and pretty and everything works out okay. But your plan will never really come to life. But um, it being rough, your body goes through so much being in your 30s than in your 20s being pregnant now this might not apply to everybody but it definitely applied to me nor did i expect it to be this way the way that everything played out but um i am one of the ones that are part of the c-section community with my third with my fourth pregnancy i uh wanted to try to do a VBAC. I think that was one of the most important things that I wanted was to do a VBAC. I was so adamant and strong about the idea. I did research of the downside of it, the cons, I guess you could say, of what, of what can happen of having a VBAC after having three C-sections. But I was just really strong in knowing that everything would be alright that all those cons and mishaps that can happen won't happen but I think finding out that I was pregnant wasn't really expecting it because I knew I was done I didn't really want to go through it again but um, it was a sense of oh god pregnant again and then it sets up being happy but I don't think it really hits you until you get to see uh, the first ultrasound where you really put it into your mind okay yeah this is this is legit this is real but also with this being my fourth baby it's also my second rainbow baby so if you're not familiar with that term, rainbow baby is like your joy baby, your baby after a miscarriage. So I did have a, a miscarriage before. So then having this baby, it's my, my rainbow baby. So the fears along with that made it extra hard because in my mind, I'm wondering the whole the whole time, is everything going to be okay? Um, in my mind it actually it really did take a toll on me mentally of just always going to the bathroom checking to make sure you're not bleeding and make sure once you know you can feel your baby move for the first time that you're feeling it all the time and making sure that if it's been a while or you got distracted too long and didn't think that you felt it to eat something or to drink something and to lay down and just wait and move your stomach around and see if you feel feel the baby kick again so that definitely takes a toll on you mentally just to make sure and i don't really think anybody really understands unless they've been through that so and then going to the doctors <laughs> and letting them know that you're pregnant and you go for your consultation And they're telling you, okay, you're past 35, and they put you in the old lady category. Like it's really rare or impossible. And nowadays, many people are are having their first child at 35 and older. So I don't really consider it to be old. I really don't believe. and the statistics that they're showing that for a 35 year woman that you're in so much high risk because so many people are just now getting pregnant yes a lot of people are having trouble but i don't really consider myself old so they want you to take aspirin and all of stuff like that and then with a c-section it's they just really make you feel like you're 65 and pregnant so um Yeah, knowing that you have this stigma in your head this thing in your head all the time wondering okay is everything okay but everything is okay but you're still wondering and second guessing yourself and people in your mind you're thinking if you really tell anybody your thoughts of what you think or what you might be doing or why you keep going to the bathroom and they're gonna think you're crazy but it's funny because I seen on TikTok the same thing of everything I felt. So obviously it was a girl who had a miscarriage and she was pregnant and she was showing, like, uh, actually just, like, making fun of the whole situation of going to the bathroom and checking and seeing if you can feel your baby move and all this other stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's how it really is. You will always have that in the back of your mind because you don't want to go through that horrible experience again. So you're nervous the whole time. You don't want to tell nobody because you're nervous. And once people know and you have in your mind that you just want to make sure everything's okay, you really don't want to hear nobody say to you, oh, you know, you just need to stop worrying and stop it. Like, you don't want to hear that. Like, you already know that already it's not it's not helping it's not helping. just being understanding helps you know so you don't really need uh i i told you so type a deal and i think everybody who goes through that can relate if anything to me it makes the situation actually worse to hear that but um yes but with this this pregnancy, it was very worrisome. Um, I think I've been the sickest i ever been. I heard a lot of people getting morning sickness, but I had like all day sickness. And it's actually had been the worst where it was all day. And we all who experience being pregnant or if you are pregnant and you're listening that your energy, you have no idea where your energy goes, but you just don't have it. And you will try everything in your might just to be able to do the simplest things, but you you just you can't. Your energy's gone. My energy was depleted for the longest. Morning sickness is overrated. Uh, they really need to change that term to all day sickness because you if you're not throwing up, you're feeling freaking nauseous all day, and you cannot wait till that stage pass. And it was so bad. Where I was in the car, I couldn't drive, I couldn't drive, I couldn't be in a car, or you're afraid to go out in public because just the motion of you walking makes you nauseous. The different smells makes you nauseous. And you don't want to embarrass yourself by going to the bathroom and not being able to make it in time. And tell you the truth, let's just really be honest, the ugly truth about being pregnant, that especially with having multiple kids your bladder ain't that strong when you're pregnant so it could come out of both ends and that's the ugly truth that they do not tell you about so getting sick and peeing on yourself which one is it gonna be And you know, when you're in public do you have to carry a backpack with spare clothes or or you have to find a, a method a quick method I seen uh, I believe it was on Instagram of some girl showing she was terrible terrible morning sickness and she decided she wasn't going to go through that no more so her trick was that when she had to go to the bathroom she either carried a plastic bag for like a little trash can and she would sit on a toilet and she would throw up because she knew when she threw up her bladder was weak and it was going to come out she was going to end up peeing so she pees and threw up at the same time so without peeing on herself she sat on the toilet and I'm like that that's a good idea if you go through that but if you don't mm, God bless you but for all of the rest of us that experience weak bladders that's the sad ugly truth of pregnancy but besides that you know, you you are joyed, you are happy, you do feel blessed but the morning sickness and getting past that stage and then you're past the awkward stage where you just feel fat more or less because you really don't have a belly yet and you're wondering, do I have a belly? Is everything still okay? Can you see? Can you tell? But you you you, you feel fat, you do. You You feel fat. Things you know you're at that bloated stage that awkward stage before you really start showing and depending on your size of how quick you would show most smaller women show a lot quicker than thicker women or bigger women <clears throat> um then when you get past that for me Where you get the show and you get your little baby bump you're happy you feel a little bit more calm now you feel a little bit more where you want to tell somebody but sometimes you can feel a little bit alone because you still go with men you still go through mental mental things so you just have to really find ways to calm yourself and find peace with it all but like i said it was just rough this is baby number four so you can't just sit and dwell too much on what you're going through because you have other kids to take care of you have a life besides that going on so you're figuring out how you're going to manage it all but in your mind you got it you got it so that that also just takes a lot out of everything really just trying to go through your mind of figuring it all out what are you going to do when that time comes how are you going to manage it all how are you saving up your energy to deal with your life besides your pregnancy bubble that's already adding pressure and adding everything else on to what you're already dealing with. It is a lot. We go through so much and sometimes people doesn't really understand it mentally and physically what you go through for almost about a year and then to snap back to your normal self. It is draining it's a lot and it's like a whole process of you turning it's almost to me like being a Gemini which I am you have two people the people you were before you're pregnant then you turn into this person when you're pregnant your hormones is different you're edgy little things get on your nerves you can't really explain it it's just the way it is and I I do see posts and people saying how them being around people who are pregnant, they're snappy, they have mood swings, and you have mood swings, of course. But they just don't understand what you're going through. Your hormones just is changing. Sometimes we don't even realize the snappy parts that we go through. But we don't mean them, they're harmless. But just keep in mind that. Our bodies are changing. Our hormones is changing. So our tolerance is really short. And we have no control over it. We have no control over it. And it's it's a lot of energy. We are growing another human being inside of us. It, it This is a whole different process that some people, I don't think, really understand. But moving forward with my experience of being with baby number four having to be told a couple of days no about a week it was about a week doctor telling me that I'm able to have a V back was like the most exciting news ever because I looked up so many videos and see women who was in my predicament have successful VBACs now mind you it was such important to me because I found out that basically I was lied to that my first c-section was not because of complications it was really just because of at the time of me pushing the baby's cord was wrapped around his neck so I had to have emergency c-section and that led to that so when I had my second uh son with my second pregnancy they never even offered it to me nor did i did any research about having that choice so i wasn't given that choice even though the doctor the doctor knew about the choice they did they just didn't give me that choice so i felt cheated so by the time i get to my third baby they didn't want to do it and i finally found a midwife that would do a home birth and would do it but she really she wanted me to sign like some papers saying that if anything happens or anything goes wrong that I'm not able to sue her and she's not to blame I just wasn't really feeling comfortable with that but I knew what the risks were but I just didn't feel comfortable signing off on that so I just didn't do it and The hospital experience all the time isn't good. My first two wasn't too good. Um, I say my first pregnancy with dealing with a C-section wasn't good because I wasn't prepared. And I remember asking, you know, if I should do some research about a C-section just in case. And being told, oh no, you're fine. You don't need to look up anything about you know a c-section I should have just did it anyway but I didn't and it was it was horrible it was really horrible it was a horrible experience I was in so much pain I never thought that you could actually feel like your whole guts will fall out on the floor from it (laughs) um and learning how to deal with it and find easier ways to not make it so strenuous on your body and mentally to deal with it But, um, they said I could do it, so I thought everything was a go, and then finding out later, within about a week of being scheduled for a C-section, telling me that they all, all the doctors in the building agreed that that they weren't going to do it, and that it's too much of a high risk, and just being... I really felt blindsided and I was really angry because I'm being told yes and then being told no and that I have to schedule I'm too far to find another doctor that would do it I just had to settle with it and I really didn't want to I really felt some type of way about it but because of the time I just went along with it I just said okay whatever schedule it you know but I had my demands of what I wanted for um, the c-section and being with the pandemic going on it put more restrictions that my family couldn't be there but I had um, an aunt that could be there so things did turn out great that way but I just wasn't that was like my only really big downside to that is that I really wanted this I really wanted this be back I really feel confident that my body can handle it because I really didn't have nothing physically wrong to really consider me as a high-risk pregnancy other than just you know having three other c-sections but um during that time of me giving birth to my fourth son uh they i was told that i lost a lot of blood and i was really not too much aware of how much blood i lost until i seen like the pictures or whatever but i knew that they asked me um if i wanted iron pills now i've been told before that my iron was low it explains why i'm be cold a lot but At first I said no, and I'm looking at my aunt who was there with me, who was a registered nurse, like, do you think I should take it? Do you think I really need it? I didn't think I did. She was just like, yeah, just take it because you did lose a whole lot of blood. And I remember when they were taking the baby out, saying that my doctor, saying how soaked her shoes were of my blood. And I'm just like what? She didn't have the uh, the shoes protector on and she was just saying how soaked her shoes were and stuff. So when I go back and I look at the pictures and I'm like, oh god. You know, okay. But it wasn't that bad to where I needed a transfusion or anything. But it was just, it was a lot. And you know, once you're on um once you're on a c-section you know they put a catheter in you and everything because you do have an epidural and you can't walk or anything for uh 24 hours which to me is not a big deal I'm not really too worried about that um I thought everything was you know norm- normal routine and then they come they take it out they want to come and you know they want to take your your catheter out and then you find out I found out that um they was asking me if I could use the bathroom I'm like okay yeah you know we we'll use the bathroom or whatever and I couldn't and I thought it was so weird that you know I couldn't use the bathroom and like I felt like I had to go but I couldn't so they were like well you know maybe your everybody's still having the side effect of the anesthesia from the epidural so you know don't worry about it we'll wait till the next day so I really didn't think too much of it I'm just like well okay you know you're already feeling sore in the bed the hospital bed is not comfortable at all so you're like all right (laughs) good you know one less thing for me to do is to have to keep getting up and you just been cut open so the next day rolls around I still can't go and at this time i'm really getting scared like okay come on i can't i have to go but i can't i just wasn't able to and being scared that i would be having a catheter in for the rest of my life is really scary because it's like what in the world's going on and i'm thinking okay well four c-sections in like this is what this is what happens being in your late 30s having four c-sections like I didn't see nobody deal with this type of issue from when I looked on YouTube I haven't heard about nobody dealing with any issues like this and I'm just like why is this happening to me I don't understand it's just really nervous and you know staff's talking they're nervous but not trying to show that they're nervous and my aunt was just like you know just walk around just you still have that anesthesia inside of you so you know just just walk around so you know I'm walking all around the room and mind you my room was really really big I had like VIP size room it was huge I had like a huge big old birth tub in there on its own in the back with a regular room it was huge a couch it was really nice it was big And um, so I'm walking around, and she's like, just massage, you know, massage your your bladder. And I'm walking, I'm massaging my bladder, and I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go use the bathroom. And I did, and I was able to go, and it was like the most uh, relief ever that, you know, okay, your worst is not what you really thought. You know, you are able to go to the bathroom, so everything end up working out but those are like the worries and stresses of being in your late 30s and having your fourth c-section like is your body really able to handle it it all is your body gonna fail on you and something to really think about I don't know how many of other people go through that or experience that or if you're pregnant are you thinking about that and those are things that you really have to just keep in mind like our bodies are meant to be one way and when life makes it to where you can't do things normally have vaginal births the way that our bodies are built to how long can your body last will it let you down it's nervous to really think about it makes you scared to think about it and it can really make you feel kind of less of a woman because you weren't able to have a vaginal birth but you had to have a c-section and to know you hear about people in the past having kids and they had a lot of kids and they can have it vaginally but you have to have a c-section so how long can your body hold up how long can your body be a woman and be what it was made to do? Does your body put on a limitation, a time, a time machine? And when your time is up, will it be too late? You know, those are what are the things that I feel that sucks, but got to just deal with it. And just uh, just accept it. And then postpartum is a whole nother thing. I think I'm a save on its own, but um, it was not easy for me. I feel mentally dealing with um, postpartum this time around. It was it was hard. It was really hard, and I felt really bad about myself. Um, I didn't I didn't feel like myself for a long time. I don't want to say too long, but, you know, it takes its time. But during that baby boo stage, you know, and having a C-section, I really felt really low about myself. I really felt really bad. I really. You you know how you feel when you go through the postpartum stage. It's hard. You cry. You don't know why you're crying. You know, you just you just feel terrible. Nobody understands. But I will go more into that on a different time but it wasn't good so basically that's it just being 30 in your mid 30s and being pregnant with baby number 4 and if you're there where I'm at or been there you know you can relate and if you're not and you're gonna be there this is something you might have to look forward to or not or if you had a vaginal one how is it? How did your body held up? Did you have tearing? You know, was pregnancy a smooth ride for you? Are you having your rainbow baby? What is it? How is how is your experience? How was your journey? So I look forward to talking with you moms in the next show. Love, peace and blessings. Bye.